They are spread out over plenty of real estate. Heading by the 400 metre pole of Luke Tarrant. Sent the favourite into the bend in the lead. It's Steady Ready out in front from Luna Goddess. They're followed by Titian Goddess. Then came at the head of the others Jerry Mann and the rest not doing enough. But Steady Ready under a good hold from Tarrant. He's going great guns with 100 metres left to go. He's well clear. Titian Goddess up to second. Then Jerry Banner and Luna Goddess. But Steady Ready was far too good for them. One by six lengths. Looked a certainty and one as such. Beat home Titian Goddess, Jerry Bander and Flop Turn River. Then came Luna Goddess. At the head of the others was Smart Ribbick. Road Trip did nothing and Taboogie last home in one one sixty six. Yes, 61-66 on the heavy A track, as easy as you like. Tony and Maddie Sears are in a training partnership, and Tony joins us now on Past the Post. Tony, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm well. It reminded me of the old days yesterday. They say you can't live in the past, but it's fun to remember it. Went to the track uh, on a big trial, uh, was sent out the favourite, drew the rails gate, bolted it. We used to see this 20 or 30 years ago. We don't see it as much these days, but... Uh, no surprise to you that horse winning yesterday? No, not at all. David, um, as I said, his trials have been good. He's, he's shown a lot of ability from, from day dot. So, um, like the only, if there was a, if there was any doubt, probably was on a wet track, but I wasn't really uh, concerned about that. I thought, you know, even if he probably didn't hand it 100%, he'd still be probably too good for them, you know. Tony, you don't strike me as necessarily the most emotional man, but you were very emotional after this win yesterday. I think there might have even been some tears in your eyes, and I suspect that was to do with Luke Tarrant um, riding this one home for you. Obviously, he's been out of the saddle for a while, um, back in city and back in the city with the win. And you were telling me post-race that this was particularly special in that he's been very close to your family for, for quite some time, and you've stuck solid with him. Yeah, it was really... Um yeah, you know, as I said, yeah, that's, that's true. Luke's um, you know, a very good friend of ours, and we, we, you know, we have a lot of respect for him. And and I know he has a lot of respect for my family too. You know, um, so you know, he walked in the stables probably a month ago or something like that. And uh, thanks to probably my apprentice, Ballarab Jane, she she took him into his pla- her place, and she looked after him probably since then. And you know, I said if you, um, you know, if you do the hard yards, you know, I'm prepared to give you a couple of good rides. And I said, there's a horse right there that I think he's one of the better horses I've trained. And I said, we, you know, me and Matty will both um, support you if you if you do the right thing. And he hasn't missed a day since since then. And um, you know, I don't expect him to be any different. And you were saying to me yesterday too, Tony, you, you've very much been open with him, and he's been open with you that you feel this is his last chance in racing and he really needs to, to seize it and, and the early signs are good. Yeah, well, I think so. Um, I think, he, you know, like he, he knows himself, um, you know, with the stewards and everything like that. Like, um, you know, you've got to do the right thing like everyone does or, or you know, he's probably out the door, you know, and he's very lucky. Um, you know, he's got Mal and Frank at Clounder, which are like his mother and father to him as well. You know, they, they've been through thick and thin with him and, uh, you know, way, way more than our family has, and um, and they support him all the way through too. So, you know, it's probably a little bit emotional that way. And plus, you know, me and Matty had a big opinion of this horse for a long time. And you know, sometimes you you think to yourself, you know, I just hope this doesn't go to the races, and it just doesn't go any good. You know, because I'd be, I, I would have probably been shattered if it did, um, because you know, he he should go to the race and do what he what he done. You know. 
Let's go back in time a bit. What sale did Steady Ready come out of? Uh, he came out of the Magic Million uh, Book 2. Paul Maroney bought him, bought him for us. Right. How much? Uh, 70000 Buy better than ready out of a, a mirror I had a look at uh, our first lady it was only relatively lightly raced. So with this uh, with this colt, did he show it from day one for you? Oh, the first day he ever galloped. Um, yeah, probably yeah, the very very first day he even had a gallop. I kind of broke the rides worked me from England, uh, Ryan Crawford, and uh, I think he's a pretty good judge too. And he said to me, oh, I'd never ever rode a horse. A gallop like this, as he as he had a couple more gallops, you know, we started to think, well, I rang Paul and I said, you know, this might be, this might be real good. This. And uh, Tony, I suppose you've got some fascinating decisions to make now with him. I mean, if he's not a winner carnival horse, I'm I'm not here. But we are still a fair way. Uh, you know, I mean, in some ways we're on the doorstep of the winter carnival, but but the but the good races are still a fair way off. You mentioned the Del Rello yesterday. Uh, what are you sort of thinking? Would you like to get him into some of that, the, the big time action in the Winter Carnival? Yeah, well, what we what we what we're going to do with him is um, he'll go to Washburn Lodge tomorrow. You know, probably have a week or ten days down there, and I'll, I'll aim him at the Del Rello. Um, and then uh, I'm just going to have to see where we go from here because, uh, as I said, he's been in work quite a while as horse. Um, um, through different, oh, just just through different reasons. Uh, we had a bit of trouble, you know, we had to get a name for him and plus, you know, two or three times we had to put the name and it was knocked back. So otherwise, you know, we did actually have him targeted for the duel and he, he would have definitely gone there had had we been able to, to go there. But uh, as it turned out, uh, he, he wasn't uh, he wasn't able to get there through um through the barriers, rolls and things like that. So we're going to. Um, so that's what we'll do. We'll aim him at the Del Rello, and then um, we'll sort of go on from there. There's quite a few, you know, like you got the Champagne and other races to uh, to go on to. If you know, if he holds up that long, he's a very very tough horse. Uh, he eats everything. He's he's so quiet and relaxed, and you know, very lucky we've got a property out of town, and he spends quite a bit of time out there, like. Um, so we can take him home and, and freshen him up and, you know, take him back in the afternoon. So that that's a big help to him, you know. I suppose uh, just for the, for the putters who saw his barrier trial and saw his win yesterday, they've sort of got him in the in the frame of mind of as a, a short course horse because the trial at Toowoomba was, was 6.50 and it was 1.050 yesterday. But you know the horse better than anyone. Is he the sort of horse you feel will, will go to 1.200, 1.400? Well, David, to be quite honest with you, the only time, the only reason I didn't trial him over further because I think he would have won by after straight, <laughs> um, and I didn't really plan to trial him. Uh, I was actually going to run him without a trial, um, but I've got no worries about. Um, he's not a horse that, you know, I've had a lot of short course fast horses that get 800 metres, thousand metres, but he's a totally different type to that. He's, you know, he's got, yes, he has got a lot of lot of speed. But you know, I've worked him with 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 decent horses on the track, and he's he's not just a, a you know there's there's no worries about him running twelve hundred. Tony, just uh, give us a bit of an insight into your training partnership <coughs> with your daughter. Like, there's a lot of training partnerships in Australia now, but I, I you know I'm sure I'll be reminded of uh, that I'm wrong here, but I can't think of another one that's a you know a father and daughter training combination. What are the dynamics of it? You're obviously the boss, but how do, how does it all sort of come together? I used to be the boss, but I'm not now. 
Um, yeah, we're very lucky. We've got a very relationship, uh, me and Madison. We very rarely ever argue. Um, she's on the same page as I are all the time, and she's very good for, you know, not just for me, but for all our owners. She she does a lot of work, you know, talking to owners and, and sending out stuff like that. And, um, yeah, and, she, and she, you know, she's... You know, she could, she could train horses without even me being there. There'd be no problem there. I'm quite confident about that. Um, but, yeah, it's good to have two heads there. And, um, yeah, we get on extremely well. Um, so I can't see why it won't, it won't continue. Thanks for your time this morning. I think it's one of the most exciting uh, performances from a two-year-old we've seen this season. Just before you go, though, I've got to say one thing to the listeners. I read the story on Friday, and uh, you said... Uh, he said, look, he won the trial uh, by 13 lengths, but, you know, what did he beat? I thought, there's the Kiwi coming out of you. <laughs> you can't help yourself, can you? No, thank you. <laughs> Talk soon. Good luck. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.